know you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. All right, let's talk about Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Let's talk about this episode that is essentially Tootsie. Right? Space Me Too. Space, uh, this is a weird episode. Yeah, um, I, was, I was uncomfortable immediately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, they, it starts off on a bad foot because immediately a character that we all enjoy and we all like, Quark, is really kind of sexually harassing one of his hey, workers. Hey, baby, you're nice to everybody, but you could be nicer to me. Why don't you got take off your shirt? Let me play with your tea. Watch me jack off into this plant. Are you down with that? What, you some kind of lesbo? <laughs> huh? Do it or you're fired. Do it or you're fired. <laughs> um, yeah, why don't you do that, prostitute? Because that's basically what you are, tramp. Yeah. Come on, watch me masturbate. <laughs> Let yeah. me get a peek at them Dabo Ds. Come on, work. Stop being so gay, <laughs> lesbian. Come on, I'm a hot Ferengi. I'm your boss. Do it or else I'll give you bad shifts. Yeah, it's real uncomfortable. And I really like Quark, but this didn't age well. But this is 1998. I mean, right? Like... You think, right? Like 98, this was sexual harassment was kind of a thing then, right? Yeah, yeah, of, of course. Like it started in the 80s. And then this, it, this wouldn't be too long after, I mean, you know, a couple of years maybe. But um, the whole Clarence Thomas. Oh yeah, that's way stuff. past. That's, that was yeah, it's like five five years beforehand, or is, six or seven years beforehand, or something like that. Is this like Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky? Could be. This is uh, May of eighty eight is when, or May of ninety eight is when it aired. So, could Let's be. See. When did she blow the president? <laughs> I mean, whatever, man. I'm not hating on her. Um, this all came out in ninety eight. She defended truthfully, blah, blah, blah. The Clinton, it broke in January of 98. That's when in January 26, 1998, Bill Clinton said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. And then he got impeached for it. Yeah. Which is odd. (laughs) Well, he got impeached for lying, to be fair. Yes. Like don't don't lie to the FBI, whatever you do, or special investigator or whatever. That's not a good I idea. Did not have sexual relations with that woman. That's when we hey, learned that. Why can't war. Ben be here to tell Yeah, this us. is when we need him, right? God damn it, Ben. So So, so the yeah. lady who played um Allura, the Davo girl, she was Miss Teen USA in nineteen eighty nine. Interesting. She won $100,000 on Star Search in the spokesmodel category. Wow. Is that the, is, who's this one now? The Celine? Allura. Oh, uh, Allura. That's. Yeah. Simba Smith. Simba Smith. Okay. Wow. Now, was that, is that um, Miss Teen All America? Was that the one owned by 
to the president? Uh, I don't think so. I, th- okay. I think his was like uh, the USA competition, but he didn't. When did he buy that? That was like in the nineties or something, I think. Okay. When he bought it, so she would have been safe. <laughs> she maybe she used personal experience for this role. And she was on a radio commercial during the um, remarkable mouth TV ads for rock radio stations in the U.S. during the mm. mid nineties. Which remarkable really- mouth. Mm, that's what um your boy was trying to find. Halle Berry won from Ohio in 1985. Yeah. Wow. So this competition ain't no joke, man. Wow. There you go. Jenna Edwards, whoever that is, she is a beauty queen. That's her. Uh, Lynette Cole, she went on to become the first woman from that state to win a Miss USA. That's an important. Shana Molker. She was a not important reality TV star. Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle Berry. Remember that song? <laughs> she the ship and I'm the captain. I'm the captain. <laughs> Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Hurricane Chris. Yeah, she done run over some people, over some people. Oh, snap. Let me get out of here. She uh, was married to Dave Justice. Yeah. There's a Boomerang TV show? What? Huh. Now? Yeah. Is she in it? She is the executive producer. Oh, good for her. Huh. Uh, Takeen Richmond plays Brayson based on Marcus. Uh, wow, weird. Okay, wow. That's, there's a... There's a Oh, that's real racist. Uh, on Rotten Tomato, the season has, it's only got reviews from 11 critics. <laughs> How many critics reviewed? Uh... Oh, it's on BET. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. That's why nobody reviewed it. Yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. The new season's coming out March 11th, so you can watch that. How did they do? Well, I guess because Eddie Murphy doesn't own the characters. He was just in the movie. That was one of the things they said Eddie Murphy never did. Like Eddie Murphy never was like a producer or anything like that. He never owned anything. He just was in the movies. He still made, you know, a shit ton of money. Imagine if he owned a piece of these properties. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, you know. But anywho, boom. He didn't even own like the clumps. Oh, maybe. Yeah, but who cares about the clumps? They made like, what? Three or four of those Nutty that Professor. Was, that movies. was just a whole series about farting. I mean, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> America loved it. I know. We needed it at that time. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules. And people still know when you say Hercules, they still know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, so Quark is being a real sex pervert. And it's making me uncomfortable. Um... But then Rom rushes in. He's like, hey, man, stop being a sexual pervert and listen up. We can't make contact with Ferenginar. I think they got taken over. Yeah. Which is, I mean, the premise of this show, like that premise in itself right there, perfect. Works so well. They've been taken over by the Dominion. It has to happen. That's what happened, right, Dennis? Yeah. It's believable, obviously, very, you know. Very believable. It's, it's a scary it is. It's very scary. Uh, but that's not what happened, Dennis. What, did you tell the people what happened? 
So they go to ops. They're like, hey, man, Cisco, stop everything you're doing because we need to find Moogie. So like it doesn't seem like the Dominion have taken it over because none of the other systems have been attacked around yeah. it. So, but then they get contacted by a Ferengi ship approaching. Mm-hmm. And it's Zek, the Grand Nagus. It is. What's going on with the Nagus? Bad things. He's letting women wear clothes in public. I mean, that's just disgusting. Why would he do such a gross thing like that? Yeah. I will say, though, like, saying, oh, I, I added a new amendment to the Bill of Opportunities. I was just like, okay, that's a dumb name. Yeah, it's that supposed is to be like the Bill of Rights, but it's the Bill of Opportunities. Well, I mean, you know, but it makes it Ferengi. Because Ferengi is But this just seems lazy to me. But it's all about, you know, if anything, they should have just added it to the, to the list, which I can't believe I forgot what it's called. The rules, the of, rules acquisition. of acquisition. Yeah. yeah, like ladies can bitches wear clothes. <laughs> 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 Rule number 279. Yeah. Hose wear clothes. But yeah, so. Also, reference. Yeah. Chow down, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, which was, I think that was what, 86? What number was Chow down, bro? No, it was like, uh, it was like 186 or something. Okay, so it was, All right. We'll give you, you a. No, if Memory Alpha wouldn't take it down when we put it up. Jerks. It's canon. I don't know what they're trying to fight it for. Yeah, they're just being jerks. Yeah. Jer- jerks. Um, but yeah, so that's what they're doing. Yeah, but he did that and the whole planet went berserk. Well, he did that because he was in love yeah. with Quark's mom. And Quark's yeah. mom was a really good investor and really smart business person. So he was like, hey, man, I've been, and he, if memory serves me correctly, he was making all of his money because of his, of Quark's mama. So yeah. he wanted to kind of keep that under wraps and make all that stuff okay. So he let women wear clothes and the whole system collapsed. Yeah. Everybody went nuts. Yeah. Like the whole planet just went into a tizzy. And which he, is, he lost his job. What kind of world are you living in where you say, hey, I think women can wear clothes in society and it just falls apart? What are you talking about? Like, oh my God. Think about the, the fragility of your world. When like, hey, maybe that lady should wear a shirt and everything just goes to shit. Yeah. And these, this society is allowed to roam freely in the Federation. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Federation, I think we're finding out with Picard ain't all it's cracked up to be, Jack. Yeah. You know, yeah. like they, they play nice in the commercials, but mm, yeah, exactly. It might not be the best thing in the whole wide world. Kind of shady, low key racist. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. Low key racist. Kind of deal, scary stuff. They're just not good like we all thought they were. No. So. The only people who are good are the people on the Enterprise for some reason. Yeah. Everybody else sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he gets deposed and replaced by Brunt, FCA. Yeah, of course he does. Which is, I like Brunt. I think so Brunt would be a good Grand Nagus. So do I. And it works too because he's also a thorn in the side of the 
uh, Quark family, if you will. Yeah. yeah. So th- this this works perfectly because didn't the last time we see Brunt, he was like he's hiding in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. But now he's the man in charge. Yeah. He's the Grand Nagus, Brunt. Yeah. He's he's seized his opportunity. Which is what being a Ferengi is really all about, right? Yeah, like, I mean they can't they can't get mad at him. Nah. That's just what they do, man. I think that's like one of the rules of acquisition. Yeah. Don't get mad. Don't hate. Congratulate. Yeah. I believe that's number one ninety-four. <laughs> don't hate, congratulate. Yes. <laughs> number two sixty-eight was bitches wear clothes. And one now, yes. bitches wear clothes now. <laughs> bitches wear clothes now, and then well, I gotta write these down so we remember. Yeah, bitches wear clothes now is like two eighty something, and then two one sixty something is don't hate, congratulate. <laughs> Followed by chat down, bro. Knock, 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 knock. That one's in there a couple times. Yeah, we're gonna have to re. I guess what we're gonna have to do is bomb uh, memory alpha, whatever. And yeah. just start make putting these back up. We're gonna so, uh, conduct a ransomware attack on them unless they keep it up. <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll just do it so often that they just get tired and wave a white flag. Like fine, yeah. yeah. That chow down, bro, can be a rule of acquisition. Fine. But you know, whoever the Star Trek nerd is that has the administrative rights on that page, they're they're gonna be tireless. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they got nothing else to do. They have no yeah. no one no one loves them. No. This is their pride and joy. It's like, no. I own the rules of acquisition page. This is my page, you dastardly duo. What? There's no canon source for this. All right, so 186 is chow down, bro, right? I think so. I don't remember exactly. All right, I'm just going to say 186. Okay. Chow down, comma, bro, period. And, and 211. And 211. Yeah. So nice, you do it twice. That's right. I'm right, chow down, bro. All right. It's kind of like the uh, constitutional amendment for prohibition and then the one repealing prohibition, <laughs> except it's chow down, bro, and then chow down, bro, again. Yeah, because somebody's like, are you sure you really want to do this? Like, yeah, man, that's yeah, how yeah, confident I am. It's going to be in there twice. <laughs> that's right. All right, so then we said, what, 1864? We'll say yeah. 164. Don't hate, congratulate. Yeah. And then 261. Bitches wear clothes now. (laughs) Oh, wait. We can't use 211. There's already one for that. So 210. Yeah. All right. So what was the other one? 186. Okay, that's good. Chat down, bro. 210. Also chat down, bro. 164. (laughs) Don't hate. Congratulate. Yeah. And then 261, bitches were closed now. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the amended. Yeah. yeah yep. See, there's 285 rules of acquisition. All right. So should this one be 286, <laughs> that bitches were closed now? No, no, this was done before that. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm just saying, like, is it like the amendment of the Constitution? Well, they tried to sneak it in the middle somewhere. They're like, oh, let's slide that one in there. So, yeah. So, but what happens was the women started wearing clothes, and then the society just crashes. Yeah. A former liquidator, Brunt, has been installed as the the Nagus, and we're going from there. So, Cork, Rom, and Nog, they contact everybody, and they want them to come to Deep Space Nine. 
and which is everyone's biggest nightmare where you plan this giant party and only one person shows up yeah and it's the the soda baron (laughs) yeah right what happened to the wine guys remember the wine guys they all they're all a bunch of punk ass bitches i guess yeah none of them showed up just the soda baron yeah because he's always down to party oh yeah he's got to sell soda and apparently he's got a lot of pull and he's got to sell soda yeah you know yeah i imagine if the you know the ceo of coke has a lot of pull in this country oh yeah and countries all around the world oh yeah so he shows up and he's like what are we doing here and they're like all right this is what we're doing okay i don't know what's happening here but let's do it so um brunt finds out about the meeting and then he arrives at the station and then he thwarts the plans of Quark. he's like no this is not happening yeah we're not doing this it's not cool bro no way jose and brunt is just kind of the perfect foil for Quark. and i don't know why brunt sticks in Quark's crawl the way he does but they have a really great relationship and i really enjoy watching it I think it's probably because Brunt is so good at his job. Yeah. Because Quark like, is not... Quark, the... Quark kind of begrudgingly admires him. Yeah. He's like, you know what? He's a pretty good Ferengi. And Quark is not the best Ferengi. And he's, he's been getting worse since the goddamn Federation showed up. Yeah, like, he's very much, like, he let them unionize. And yeah. he lets women wear clothes in his place because if he was a real Ferengi at his bar, he wouldn't let anybody, any women wear clothes. If you were a real Ferengi, <laughs> you make her take off her shirt. <laughs> and so, yeah, and like, so he's kind of, you know, I don't think profit's the most important thing to Quark anymore. So maybe he has like, he has Ferengi envy of Brunt because he's so good at being Ferengi. Yeah. Does that sound right or not? Or if you could disagree with me, Dennis, feel free at any point. No, he just, he's, you know, he's probably jealous. I mean, he's jealous of his cousin who owns that moon. Like he's, he's always jealous of other Ferengi because he made this crazy investment to open a bar on Terok Noor. And he, he just can't let go of it, man. He should, he probably should have sold a long time ago and flip that investment into something more profitable. Yeah, but he's just stuck. But I mean, he's got to be making something at the bar, or he's just kind of one of those guys that just enjoys being in the middle of everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, even before like before the Federation showed up, he should have taken off. But maybe the Cardassians threatened him or something. Well, but once be- that wormhole opened, that was that was perfect. Like, there was no reason to leave after that, because yeah. all that foot traffic. Well, to be fair, he did try to leave, but Cisco was like, no, you should probably stay. Yeah. Because, you know, this station's going to need businesses and, you know, give people a reason to come here. And that's you. Yeah. So maybe. But I think that was even before the, they knew the wormhole was there. Yeah. Once that wormhole opened, it's like, oh, shit. We doing this, baby. I'm going to be your Tullaberry wine broker. We go make all the Tullaberry wines. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my whole thing about it. So, you know, Cork does what he does. He's Cork. I love yeah. him. He's he's not the best Ferengi, but he doesn't have to be because he's my favorite Ferengi. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
And so they, uh, while they're waiting for the dude, uh, what's his face? They're waiting for the dude, Jeffrey Lebowski? <laughs> yes. Far out. Yeah, they, they need him to abide. <laughs> He's never going to abide. Yeah. So since that's never going to happen, they're waiting for Nilva, the Coke Baron, to show up. And uh, Cork starts arguing with his mama. They get all up in each other's faces. Well, he's always, to be fair, he's always arguing with his mama. Yeah, but I mean, this is serious. Like, they're yeah. really, kid gloves are off. Well, sometimes it's going to happen, you know? Sometimes, I mean, sometimes you argue with the people you love the most. Yeah. So, that's what, that's what it's going to be. They argue and they complain at each other, but they love each other. And sometimes you say things that you don't mean. Sometimes and, you and, and Ben- cause your mom to have a heart attack. <laughs> yes, you just say something so cruel and so rude that she just keels over and has a heart attack. Yeah. Like and one day it's gonna happen with you and Ben, Dennis. You guys are gonna argue so much that Ben's gonna have a heart attack. Yeah. And then we'll see how you feel. Yeah. We'll just make up later after he comes out of his coma. You guys can share some hot DP together. That's right. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so, this DP is so hot. So yeah, so she has a heart attack. And what are we going to do now? Oh my God. What are we going to do now? Because they need a woman to impress uh, Nilva. What are we going to do? We can't get one from Ferenginar. They need, a, they need a woman to impress who? Nilva, the cola baron guy. No, that's right. Nilva. Yeah. All right. The so, guy who plays Nilva was what was he on? He was he was on Laughing. Oh yeah, Henry Gibson. He just died. No, he's been dead for quite some time. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. He was in everything. Yeah. Yeah, he something in particular. He was in Laughing. He was in everything. He was in the oddly enough the Nutty <laughs> Professor. Yeah. He was in Wedding Crashers. He did it all. Tom and Jerry, the movie, National Lampoon's Vacation. The Burbs, The Burbs is a sleeper. I don't think people, yeah. I don't think people give credit enough to The Burbs. Yeah, it's not a movie that gets brought up a lot. But The Burbs is good. Yeah, it's a, it's a big Tom Hanks joint. Yeah, very much a sleeper. But yeah, he's a very famous actor. Yeah. He was pretty good in this. I liked him. Yeah. He was also the Nazi in the Blues Brothers. He was the lead Nazi in the Blues Brothers, remember? Yeah. No, I've never seen the Blues Brothers. You've never seen the Blues Brothers? No, never will. Why? I, I haven't seen it yet. Well, why do I got to see it? It's a really, really fun movie. I've seen bits and pieces of it. It it didn't seem interesting enough to me to. There's some there's some really great musical numbers in there. If yeah. you're a fan of like James Brown and Ray Charles. Um, there's some there's some really great musical numbers in there, and it's just a fun like if you're a fan of car chases, like this is the movie for you. They they do a car chase through a mall, like through a '70s mall where they're like running into Orange Julius and stuff like that, and it's pretty great. Yeah, I love the Blues Brothers. I saw that at a very young age, and it's always kind of stuck with me. I've always enjoyed that film. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't see it when I was young, so. I think, Julie, I, my, I think I missed my window on that one. I think you could still watch it and enjoy it. Like if you don't, if you don't like let the hype take over, but I think the Blues Brothers is a good movie. 
Same thing with Caddyshack. Never seen it. You've never seen Caddyshack? Nope. I'll tell you this. Um, the parts about the caddies are fucking terrible. But Chevy Chase is great in it. Um, Bill Murray's hysterical. And I mean, Dangerfield is just Dangerfield. Yeah. Ted Knight is wonderful in Caddyshack. Like, Ted Knight steals the show. Yeah. He's the best. Wow, you've never seen But I think I've seen all the parts that are, like, memorable that people always talk about. I've seen those. But I've never seen the whole movie. You should watch Caddyshack. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. All right. I mean, you're I'll watch Happy Gilmore. Oh, you can't even (laughs) compare the two. I mean, Rodney Dangerfield screams at the end of Caddyshack, hey, we're all going to get laid. (laughs) (laughs) And his name is Al Cervix. And like, I mean, it's a really great movie. Is that really his name? (laughs) (laughs) And like, now I know why tigers eat their young. You don't know that joke. I mean, it's wonderful. Oh man, Caddyshack! Is I'll so just watch good. Back to School if I need my Rodney Dangerfield fix. Yeah, but there's this more one, Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School than there is. Caddyshack. But this this one's a little dirtier and a little like it hits a lot harder. You know, when he takes the you know he's got the car and he's got the obnoxious horn because he's basically playing the same guy in Back to School. Yeah, you know, like the obnoxious yeah, rich yeah. dude. Except in Caddyshack, he's just got louder clothes on. Cause he's wearing like dumb golf clothes. Yeah. You know, but yeah, back to school is pretty great, but yeah, you should, I mean, you should watch Caddyshack. It's a great movie. If we get 150, <laughs> if we get 150 reviews. Yes. How 150 reviews. Have? I don't I haven't checked in a while. Me neither. Well, to be fair, we haven't really done the show very often. This is the first time we've done back-to-back episodes in quite some time. Where are we at? How many reviews are we at? Doesn't say. Although, I don't know if I trust the review counter on iTunes. Fake, are you saying it's fake news? I think so. It says, I was told to give a one-star review, but I couldn't bring myself to do that. I've been a loyal listener since 2012 when I was a senior in high school. Wow, has it been oh, Jesus. that long? <laughs> also, is Manny dead? <laughs> yeah, this has 124 ratings. That's not bad. I mean, we were at 118 for a really long time. Yeah. So we've gotten, we've even got like, never watched a single Star Trek episode. I've never seen Tombstone either. Five stars, Police House. I don't know how you can watch this pot, how you can listen to this ridiculousness, never seeing Star Trek. Yeah, like how how did, I guess maybe people from Bob's Boneyard or something came maybe. over to listen to it? I don't know. But yeah, so the best podcast online, once in a great while, we are privileged to experience a television event so extraordinary it becomes part of our shit. Heritage, man walks on the moon. Man walks on the moon again. Then for a long time, nothing happened. What is that from? Uh, the Simpsons reference. Yes, that's from Poochie. Man walks on the moon. Man <laughs> yeah. walks on the moon. Then for a long time, nothing happened until 2011 when Dork Trek premiered. 
It's been with me for the better part of a decade, bringing me joy for some of the roughest times of my life. My eternal gratitude to the Bona Crew for making me laugh and helping me cope when I'm down and being a warm blanket of absurdity and true comedy when I need it the most. That's very nice. I appreciate that, Justin. That's very kind of you. That's a very nice review. And I miss Manny. We all do. But there you go. He's married. He's happy. Yeah, he's living his best life. Maybe, and I don't think he was into, because he did leave as soon as we started Deep Space Nine. Yeah. So I'm just taking he wasn't really into Deep Space Nine. Or maybe he just wasn't into us anymore. I'm not really sure. I'm going to say it was Deep Space Nine to protect my gentle feelings. (laughs) But yeah, so you should watch Caddyshack. I mean, I'm all right. Nobody worried about me. Hey. For, you know, for an Italian, this is skilled labor because he's got the kid carry, the Italian kid carrying bags. Yeah. You know, what do you got in this thing? Rocks? You know, for an Italian, this is skilled labor. Let's dance. They start dancing. uh... (laughs) You've never seen this movie? It's great. I believe you. And Ted Knight. I think you should watch it for Ted Knight because he's pretty wonderful at it. You know? Yeah. Because I think he gets overshadowed a lot of the times because you've got Dangerfield and Bill Murray and Chevy Chase and Ted Knight's playing the bad guy, if that yeah. makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he, he does get overshadowed, but he's so fucking hilarious. I think I, I, I found a better appreciation for the film after I started watching Mary Tyler Moore because then I found the genius of Ted Knight and I was like, oh, wow, he's really funny because he's just right. being the straight yeah. man, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll get around to it. I don't know. It's great. Hey, Wang, what's with the pictures? It's a parking lot. <laughs> you don't know that joke? No. It's so sad. You listen to our show, the old radio show. We would talk about Wang all the time. Rodney Dangerfield pulls into the into the the country club with a Japanese guy. And, of course, the Japanese guy's got a camera around his neck because it's the 80s, so he's taking pictures. Yeah. He gets out of the car, he's taking pictures. That's what Dangerfield says to him. Hey, Wang, what's with the pictures? It's a parking lot. And then so they go inside. As they're going inside, he says, Wang, this place is real exclusive, so don't tell them you're Jewish. Okay, great. And they go inside. <laughs> like, it's really hilarious. Yeah. The worst hat I've ever seen. And, of course, Ted Knight's wearing the hat that he says is the worst hat he's ever seen. And a better hat like that, you get a free bowl of soup. Looks good on you, though. Oof. Like, Come on! You don't know any of this stuff? Makes me so sad. It's all right, man. I made it this far. Mm. I would say watch Caddyshack before Blues Brothers, but... I would probably watch Caddyshack before Blues Brothers. But Blues Brothers is really good. Julia, Jake, and Elwood Blues, the Blues Brothers. Um, It's a very good film. Pee Wee Herman's in Blues Brothers. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Ray Charles is great in it. They do. He does a really good number in that one. Uh, so does James Brown does a really good number in that one. There's, I mean, Aretha Franklin does a really good think. You don't, you don't remember. You better think, think, think about it. Yeah, it's in the Blues Brothers. Yeah, yeah, because she runs a soul food place with her husband, who plays guitar in the band, and they want to get him in the band. Yeah. So they go there, and like Jake orders uh, four fried chickens, four whole fried chickens, and then uh, Elwood orders 
white toast dry and so he knows that's their order so he comes out and talks to him he's like oh let's we want you in the band and his wife is like oh you ain't joining that band and then she sings the song to him it's real good and there's a nice dance number and stuff it's good it's great sounds fun it's i'm telling you it's a re- it's a really fun movie it's the blues brothers wow i can't believe you've never seen the blues brothers <laughs> I thought everybody's dad showed him the Blues Brothers growing up. Like, I just thought that's what happened. Like you hit a certain age, and as opposed to your dad talking to wrong, you about sex. wrong demographic. I don't think yeah. Blues Brothers is, is as big in the black community. But there's black, lots of black people in it. Yeah, and like that doesn't black, mean it's gonna be big. And like black, black music people. and stuff. You know, it's the same thing with like Caddyshack. Like my dad never wanted to watch Caddyshack. All right, I can see that. Yeah, I just thought it was one of those things where like. Instead of your dad talking to you about sex, he's like, hey, let's switch spots to Blues Brothers. You don't need to know about that stuff. So, yeah. So, anywho, um, this episode uh, gets off the tracks pretty fast, though, because then... Uh, this is has- the thing. Like, this is th- something that seems very irresponsible. <laughs> they convinced Bashir to give Cork a sex change operation. Yeah, that's really... Like, yeah, what- what the hell like anybody can just walk into six sick bay and get a sex change and they do it for the purpose of uh trickery yeah to catfish this guy like not because (laughs) quark really wants to be a woman and that's what he's always wanted to be and he's lived his whole life as a lie nay yeah bashir should lose his license because of this oh yeah this is just irresponsible oh yeah like, I'm I know not, they've done it before for other, like, missions when people need to go undercover or whatever. But this has nothing to do with... Anything. DS9 or the Federation or anything. This is just so Zek can get his job back. This is just to give Brunt his comeuppance. Yeah. Basically. What's Brunt ever done to Julian? This is a personal vendetta. Maybe Julian was just kind of wasted. Maybe he was in the holodeck and he was hanging out at the bar at Vic's bar. And he was drinking a little bit. And they're like, hey, you have to give him a sex change. Like, whatever. Like, all right. Yeah, sure. Or maybe. I haven't made a pussy in a while. Let me try it out. <laughs> maybe. Make a Ferengi pussy. Maybe. Ferengi pussy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Quark said, I need you to do the sex change. And he was like, absolutely not. No. And he's like, do I have to release the tapes of what you do in the holodeck? Like, what do you mean? Okay, I I can see that. You know, the tapes. It didn't seem very clandestine, though. The tapes. I'll release them. The P-tape? All the tapes. Mm -hmm. The P-tape, the poop tape, the P and the poop tape, the poop (laughs) tape, the P-tape, all of them. I'll release all of them. The things you do to holographic people in that, (laughs) in that, in that uh, holodeck, in that holosuite friend, be in some real trouble. It'll ruin your record, ruin your family. You and You're Garrick, right. Garrick and you, mm-hmm. Garrick and you and O'Brien. <laughs> What's with the midget? <laughs> they bring Ronnie Dangerfield back into it. Yes, that's what happens here. He blackmails him, but we don't I, see I, that. I can see that yeah. I can I can get behind. You want me to tell Worf what you do to his wife in the hollow suite? <laughs> <laughs> and him. <laughs> <laughs> you cuckold him. I don't think pegging's very big in Klingon society. I mean, they probably have a cool word for it. Yeah. Warrior's pegging. It's a warrior's pegging. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, yep, there you go. Yeah, so Cork becomes a woman. Becomes a woman. And they have to teach him how to act like a woman, which is all just very offensive. <laughs> I mean, this whole, Dennis, this whole episode is just a shit show train wreck. Yeah, it's, it's, it is horrible. And Rom, Rom is the expert on how women should act. Yes. None of this makes sense. None Which of it. leads you to believe that, you know, Rom goes to the holodecks and acts like a woman and tries to pick up <laughs> sailors. Hey, sailor. <laughs> you want to dock in my port? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this whole episode is just a shit show. You know? Yeah. It's just kind of offensive, kind of gross. Uh, yeah, like it serves no real greater purpose. You know, they're not trying to fix Ferengi society. They're just trying to put back Quark's mom and her boyfriend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, yeah. There's, it's like, it's, would things be really so bad if Brunt was in charge? And I, mean, like, I mean, I guess their society kind of sucks because women can't go outside because they have to be naked all the time. Yes. And I mean, I guess Brunt would. But that's break. not the reason why they're doing it. <laughs> no, they're not you know? doing it for like women's rights. They're doing no. it just so their friend could be rich. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. Because then they'll be rich. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they're Which all. Honestly, just do- like, I've, after watching this whole episode, I felt kind of bad. But mostly bad because this is like a reflection of our society yes. like i can easily see all these things happening in real life here it's yes like, uh, we kind of suck yes i mean we're well on the way dennis yeah we're well on the way as highly evolved as we think our society is it's like no we're not too far off from this no i mean we're a lot closer than we'd like to believe <laughs> yeah like let's see what happens in 2020 So, just saying. Yeah. So, Cork goes to dinner with uh, with Nova. Gets them all hot and bothered. They go back to his place for dessert. And I was like, "Is Cork gonna have to take this? He's gonna have to take this dick." Yes, he is. I mean, if you want it, you got to. It's like Zek has to really come through with something for him if he's got to fuck this guy for him although maybe maybe cork is turned on because they change his hormones and everything yeah i don't really like yeah they do this all really fast this whole episode is just inappropriate yeah you know yeah so brunt brunt comes in he's like that's a man he he tries to pull the austin powers yeah that's a man she's a man man (laughs) (laughs) And so Cork shows off his titties. And the guy's like, I don't care if it's a man. Look at them things. I love him. Yeah. It's a really, this whole episode's really but weird. I'm unclear as to what happens next. Because Brunt leaves and Cork and the other dude go in the other room. Yeah, I don't know. What are we supposed to conclude happened? <laughs> I yeah I, I yeah I don't know. I couldn't tell you. 
that's the thing. I don't know. Dennis, I don't. Yeah. Something happens. I think Cork dropped it on him. Maybe. And then now he's, now he's the Grand Nagus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just so, like, he wasn't the Grand Nagus. Cork and this guy go into a room together, comes out, Grand Nagus is back. You know what? Zek is the Nagus. <laughs> I mean, let's put two and two together. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they had a sparkling conversation. No, I think there, but there was definitely some, uh, they were using their mouth, eh? Yeah, yeah there, was, there was an oral exchange. But. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. And like Quark gets his sex changed back and then he apologizes to the ladies for being a dickhead. Yeah, even though she's into it. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I read that book you told me about. That sounds pretty fucking hot. Let's do it. Let me give you ear sex. Mm. He's like, no, no, I can't do it. I've walked, I've walked a mile in your shoes now. I know what it's like to be a woman. I'm but you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, it's <laughs> All right. just... Such an odd episode. Miss Parker! Miss Parker! <laughs> it's, it's just so weird. Like, it's just such an odd episode. I don't understand what's happening. It doesn't help the story at all. It's this, just... is, this is like a filler episode that is supposed to be social commentary. But what's yeah, the but commentary? It, it changes nothing in the universe. <laughs> yeah, like, like, everything is back to status quo by the end. Yeah, but what's, my point is, what's the commentary here? That guys are creeps. That's the commentary? <laughs> uh, that's what I took away from it. You need 45 minutes of Star Trek for that? Like, you could have yeah. just, yeah. Guys are creeps. Women understand that. And just kind of deal with it. I don't know what, what culture is, but they ranked this the fourth worst episode in all of Star Trek. It's not that bad. In 2017, this episode was rated the worst, the ninth worst episode by Screen Rant. I don't think it's ninth bad. It's definitely like... It's in the bottom half, I would say. Oh, yeah. Well, it's definitely bottom half. I'd say it's in the bottom half of the bottom half. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, like, I can think of worse episodes right off the top of my head that are worse than this. You know, and it's another one of those things, because all these rankings were done in 2015 2016 2017 like our culture has changed in the 20 years that it have happened since yeah. this was released you know back then it wasn't a great episode i'm sure but i don't think we would have seen it as bad because it's so it's so like raw in how terrible they treat the women yeah and how they treat sex changes and gender identity and all that stuff like nobody thought about that kind of stuff in 1998 really and if they did, yeah, they did, they did. You're right. It's just not good. Yeah. Like, I can imagine when, when this came out in 1998, when Cork did the sex change and he's being chased around the room by the guy, everybody's just rolling around laughing on the floor. Yeah. But now you kind of, you know. And again, I think the real enemy here is Brigier because he just did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, sure. I'll take some fucking pictures. Sure, <laughs> sure. Sex change. Who else wants? Like he sex changed. Change? He changed Cork's face last. He took yeah. some naked pictures of him on the on the slab. <laughs> Before and after. This Ferengi dick. 
just a weird episode. I'm going to yeah. say, I'm going to give this episode like a four. Yeah, I'd say it's like a four and a half. All right. It's almost like passable. Like almost. when it first came out, I would say that I probably would have given it like maybe 5.5 or whatever. Okay. But now it's just like with our social awareness, it's like, no, this is, this is not good. Yeah, I'm just going to get it. It was still fun to watch it though, to just to make fun of like how awful it is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really bad. I mean, like, like, there's there's some bad episodes like that Masks episode of TNG. Like yeah. you can't even have fun watching that because it's yeah. just so fucking terrible. And then because it's taking itself so seriously, at least this isn't doing that. Yeah. The you know? too, too short a season, that one, it's fucking horrible to watch. Sub Rosa. Yeah. They're not even fun. Yeah. Like at least this one is kind of like, oh my gosh, this is this is terrible, and they kind of have to know that it's terrible while they're making it. You know? Yeah, I'm not, I don't know if that's happening, but it's definitely bad. Like they're kind of leaning into it, and it stinks. Yeah. But yeah, no, like this is. I can think of. I mean, hell, I bet half of. I bet half of Voyager is worse than this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Yeah. So. But yeah, this episode's not good. And again, looking through it in the year 2020, it's, I think, even worse. So, yeah. yeah. But I'm sure they didn't realize that at the time. Yeah. How could they? Exactly. Exactly. So let's, um, let's be done. I'm still, I still want you to watch. Watch Caddyshack. Do yourself a favor. No? All right. All right, that's fine. <laughs> you weren't even speaking. You were just dancing your, your rejection of Caddyshack. I'm, I'm right. good. All I'm right. good, man. All right. I got enough 80s comedies to fall back on that I've seen. All right, but I think Caddyshack is one of the premier 80s comedies. Yeah. You know? But whatever, it's a you know, it's your world. I'm I'll watch, happy. I'll watch Stripes. Yeah, I don't know that. Like much like like we said, Full Metal Jacket. It's two movies. Yeah, they lose me in the second. The half. first, the first movie's pretty good. Yeah, no, it is. It's really funny. So, but there you go, everybody. Dennis, you're the best guy in the whole wide world. You are the second best guy in the whole wide world. Thank you for uh, recording tonight. We did two weeks in a row. It's like a streak, right? Two in a row? Yeah, yeah. it's been a rough patch, but we're going to get back to being regular. Yeah. Take some some scheduling, Metamucil, and we'll be regular yeah. again in no time. We're definitely working on it, guys. So thank you so much for sticking with us. Um, Dwarf Trek will be back next week. We're going to make it three in a row. Tic-tac-toe means I hit three in a row. That's what we're doing. Next week, three in a row. Um, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with more dork trick a better episode next week too i think so. uh, how could it not be <laughs> well said well said i don't understand